Good morning and welcome to East Tennessee Now, a weekly public affairs program featuring some of the people and organizations that make our community such a great place to live, work, and raise a family. Here's your host for East Tennessee Now. Good morning and thank you for joining me. I'm Michelle Silva. Happy Easter, everyone. A lot of people heading to church, a lot of people gathering with their families now that we are able to gather a little bit more. And big day for Care Cuts as well. I have Brother Charlie, who is one of the directors with Care Cuts, just under Marty, who is the founder. He's one of our leaders. And Charlie, it's going to be a busy one over at Care Cuts, rain or shine. It's going to be a great day, Michelle. We're so excited. We're going to get to serve a wonderful meal to these people. We're going to get to give them new clothing, let them get a shower, haircuts, and just show them what Easter is about the love of Christ. And do you expect it to be busy because it is a holiday, or is it just basically any other Sunday to the homeless community? This one, we're expecting a big crowd. Uh, We're hoping for the beautiful weather. And on holidays, they're just like us. They want to be with family, and we're their family because they don't have any. So we're hoping that we'll have a large turnout. Usually for a holiday, we have double the amount, usually three to 500 people sometimes. Wow, that's a lot of mouths to feed. How, how does that all happen? Well, we're a 501c3. We're a nonprofit. We get no grants, no government assistance. Everything that we get is by volunteers and donations from our wonderful Knoxville community. So anything that we have to give out, it's provided by the people here in town. So I guess we could use some help for Care Cuts to serve the meal. By the way, what is the homeless community eating at Care Cuts on this beautiful Easter Sunday? It's going to be good. We are having this one catered for them. It'll be Cracker Barrel. We're going to have uh, mashed potatoes, green beans, macaroni and cheese, We're going to have roasted turkey, and we're going to have a variety of desserts. We're hoping for cakes, pies, and cookies. How can the community, people who are listening right now, how can they reach out to help? Okay, there's several ways. If if you don't want to be around people and you're still being real cautious, uh, monetary donations are very helpful. They help us get exactly what we need. You can go to carecutsknox.org and do a a, uh, donation, or... If you'd like to come down and volunteer, bring your family. Let them see what it's all about to share the love of Jesus Christ. Um, Come down at 1030 and help us, and we'll put you handing out food or clothing, and you'll get to have a direct blessing if you want to help make some desserts. We'd love that. That would help out, too. Wonderful. What kind of desserts are you thinking? You know, sheet cakes or cookies, uh, cupcakes. These people love some good sweets, just like me. (laughs) Just like us. (laughs) (laughs) And if people can't make it out there this Sunday, there's always any other Sunday that they can come join and help serve the homeless community. That is right. Every Sunday, we serve 200 to 500 every Sunday, and we need volunteers. Um, No special skills required other than loving people. Uh, Also, we need barbers and beauticians. Come out and donate a little bit of your time. Give a blessing to somebody and see God will bless you so abundantly when you give back to people. Oh, yes, it has. It's happened to me. Glad to be a part of it. The 
past few months and uh, we'll be there today as well as the following Sundays and you can volunteer you can donate some money you can help bake on this Easter Sunday or you can even I guess clean out your closet what types of items are we collecting at this point for care cuts you know I know the seasons are changing Yep, and we still have a few little cold spells. We'll have our dogwood winter and Indian winter. We'll have all these little cold spells. So anything you still have left that cold weather items, we'll take them. And if we can't get them out right now, we'll store them and we will have a need for them. But if you've got any uh, spring wear, summer clothing, we're needing that. Tennis shoes are always a big item, Um, boots and shoes. But tennis shoes um, are always needed. Anything in your in your closet, closet that you have, we need it. Um, anything at all, from underwear, blue jeans, and that's a big thing, men's blue jeans, size 29 waist through 36. That's a real popular size. Men's shoes, size 10, 9, 10, 10 and a half, 11, 12. Those are very popular. Women's underwear, uh, the panties, the uh, packs of cotton ones from like Walmart, and a small and medium. There's a big need for those. Women's bras. um, We get a lot of donations, but a lot of people think, oh, they don't need underwear or bras. But, yeah, we do because these people need everything we need. Absolutely. And socks, everything. Uh, Even hats and sunglasses they ask for on on occasion. I know that we do get a lot of donations from different people out there. We try to thank them on Facebook. But I know that you've been in touch with several different Actually, even some of the big box stores and organizations, um, you can give them a shout out and give them a little thank you. We have a lot of local businesses who step up. So something to keep in mind, if if one of our local businesses is helping out, let's patronize them. Let's spend some money with them and help them versus the biggest stores. Uh, You know, we've got we've got a lot of people uh, like New Balance and Knoxville. They always. help us so much with what we're needing and we have um you know local food places if any small business in town if you have leftover items um you know whether it be bread or whatever if it's getting close to going out of date or you're not selling it we would love those donations we we need them and every week we need cases of bottled water and cases of uh, gatorade and the small bottles, we give those out. They love that. And, you know, just anything anything that's not going to go to use, let's not waste it because we have a, a need for it. Absolutely. And people can bring those items down on Saturdays as well because mm-hmm. that's yep. a big yep. organization day. <laughs> yep. They can come by on Saturday. We're there 9 to 3, and we're located at 519 William Street. It's just right off of Fifth Avenue, and we have volunteers, so you can pull in and honk your horn, and they'll come and load your trunk. You don't have to have any contact uh, unless you want to get out and get a hug, but um, we're there. And if you want to come volunteer, but you don't want to be around a big crowd, you can come and help us just sort clothing and organize it so it's ready to go out on Sundays. Wow. So many ways to help out Care Cuts, helping our homeless community and Charlie, uh, brother Charlie with Care Cuts, I look forward to spending my Easter Sunday with you and the rest of our Care Cuts family. And Michelle, we love you and the way you've stepped up to help. Um, you have a great heart for these people 
And uh, we just appreciate any help and all the volunteers. And we just want everybody to come out and help bless someone less fortunate. And you'll receive a blessing that's bigger than theirs. Thank you, Brother Charlie. And that is CareCutsKnox.org for more information. There are so many wonderful things going on in our community right now. People helping other people like the Knoxville Ice Bears. You know, they can't have full capacity right now. So let's check in with the CEO, President Mike Murray, and just see how things are going down there at the Coliseum. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Michelle. Thanks for having me. You no, know, we have a lot of connection because of Canada and my family background being in Canada and so forth and grew up as hockey fans. So, <laughs> Absolutely. I, I talk to my parents probably once every other day and they're pretty much, you know, locked down up there and it's, I haven't seen them in probably two years now. I'm not, you know, I'm not able to go up there unless I quarantine and, and uh, it's just, it's just it, I mean, this whole world, this whole last you know year or so, it's just been crazy. But uh, hopefully, I get to see them soon, or they get to come down here soon and and uh, get back to some sort of normalcy. It's a, it's a different set of circumstances and protocols and different things and safety measures that we do that we've never done be, before. And it's mm-hmm. uh, it's just it's almost become normal now to, to do it but uh, that's what we have to do to ensure the safety of our product all right and first of all your, your whole season got moved again this year from well it got cut short last year and then this year it should have started october 2020 but not until january did it start and only 25 percent capacity for fans yeah it's uh it's been tough it's uh you know we were when the season abruptly ended it was we had i think five regular season games to play plus playoffs Mm -hmm. so you can imagine you know like i said we don't have an affiliated club that we're a partner with where they help subsidize us it's it's myself and three other local owners and and a great amazing staff um so that was uh, obviously uh pretty gut-wrenching and then it was 315 days later that we actually got to step back on the ice and 315 days without revenue is 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 tough and you know, um, so blessed to have some amazing uh, corporate partners and season ticket holders that 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 were right there with us when we opened the doors back up to support what you know. Th- this this is we are in our 19th season, so we wow. are fighting to get to our 20th anniversary. And you know, I don't know if you know, but it, it's 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 quite a, an amazing feat to have hockey in the South survive under one brand for, for 20 straight years. So, knock on wood, hopefully we get there, and that's the, <laughs> that's the plan. Well, I. I think some people out there who don't have children, they may not realize that there are so many hockey moms out there and hockey kids. And yeah. I have several friends that are hockey moms and they're out toting their kids around to all these games and they all have these awesome ice bear shirts <laughs> on. And so start them at a young age. Yeah. And, you know, and, and being a part of it so for so long, it's uh, I've said for many years on, on many different platforms that one of our goals is is in is to get a hockey stick in a kid's hand to to see feel touch the you know the sport that we grew up with in Canada so much mm-hmm. and that we can share in the in the south and it's uh um that, that's one of the really once we're into this now and the different protocols and safety measures um you know we have closed practices and mm-hmm. and normally we have school kids come and watch the practices and one of the big things that we love to do is be a part of this amazing community and get our players out there our chili bear mm-hmm. uh, that's not we've not been able to do that this year so mm-hmm. we're relying on on good folks like you to to tell people that we are playing and when we're playing and you know we're working really close with the city to get uh you know the max capacity that they're allowing us at 1500 and and we've sold out every night and you know it's a shame that we have to turn some people away but uh you know when we ended the season last year we were running at about you know 4700 in the building at, at capacity and and uh it was just amazing to be to be part of it. we had some exciting games down the stretch before it all shut down so 
Um, hopefully, as the season progresses, not like like you mentioned, we normally go October to April, and this year we're going January to almost through mid May. And uh, it, you know, obviously, we want to bring uh, we can still bring Knoxville another championship trophy, and we hope to do Yay. that in this in this year. But uh, we can't do it with uh, without the great partners, like I said, corporate partners and season ticket holders, and and just fans in general that 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 love the Ice Bears and, and love to see what we do and. Uh, last year we got a new uh, center hung jumbotron or video board, and and people love to see themselves on there, and, and we get to do some fun things with it, and it's it's a it's a lot of fun. It's uh, you know we still go by the trademark, you know, come for the fun, stay for the hockey, and mm-hmm. that's what we do. Yeah, because you guys always have something fun going on where they're throwing teddy bears on the ice, or they're having dogs run across the <laughs> yeah. ice. And, but you've also been teaming up with X Hunger to help feed the need in our community. You know, COVID affects people in different ways. Obviously, yes, our 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 business. We are a small business, despite the fact we are a professional hockey team here in the South. But you know, um, hunger doesn't go away. Um, needing shoes or clothes doesn't go away. And you know, all these events that we would do normally to help generate those things um, kind of went away. Um, so. Partnering with X Hunger is, you know, we have some seats that are basically zip tied that have to be socially distanced. So we're partnering with them, and for a donation as little as forty five dollars, can get your name on a on a on a you know a seat that makes it look like you're there, and obviously your name or your business can be a part of that. So in in essence, it helps fill the seats, if you will. Yeah, and then you're gonna fill bellies because that money is going into X Hunger, and then into all the food pantries in our area which is just awesome in itself. And then you can even stream the game and maybe you might even see your name on that seat during the game. Absolutely. And it's, you know, obviously this, we've found ways to do different things differently and some things that we will keep this this way because it just, it's more efficient. Mm-hmm. But this is another way that we found that although we can't be out in the community to, to meet the players and, and drop off some canned goods or, or clothes or shoes or whatever it may be, you know, we can do it internally with the, with the empty seats that we have to have anyway so it's a it's a win-win for both parties so what else should we tell our, our the big fan club out there who are just dying to see a nice beers game you can either you can stream it you can try to get tickets every time maybe try to get your tickets ahead of time yeah absolutely i, I mean you can go to our, our website knoxvilleicebears.com and see the different theme nights uh, this weekend this friday we have all vols night we're very blessed to partner with folks like the Nashville predators and the vols that let us use their brand uh, logo to create an Ice Bears jersey that uh, the guys will be wearing. And that's the All of All night. Then they also have a Star Wars night, a lot of theme nights. It's amazing how many people love to get injected into the theme night of the game. And, and there will be a ton of people dressed in Star Wars outfits. But, yeah, you can definitely go to our website, see the upcoming games, and you can come as a group. Uh, obviously, you have to social distance. But uh, I'm really proud of our fans that uh, that really realize that working with the city, the city has to, you know, kind of, back us up and we have to follow the protocol and our fans wear masks and until they're eating or drinking and and i'm really proud of them for for understanding that if they don't do that there's a good chance that our season will not go and mm-hmm. and um so i'm i'm really really pleased that that our fans are kind of understanding that and, and realize how much that means to us we have constant reminders throughout the game you know we're testing our players every week we're doing all the things right and um just to be able to get to this uh, to our 20th season next year. That's right. So if you can't go support them either in person or uh, buying a seat through Empty Bellies, Empty Seats, Empty Bellies for X Hunger, you can always support them by maybe picking something up merchandise-wise, a oh, shirt, sweatshirt. There's nothing better to just to go somewhere and see somebody with an Ice Bear logo on that supports the team. And and like I said, we don't have a we don't have a major team that that uh, that funds us. It's all grassroots and. And that's what I've, you know, I came here to play 20 hockey games. My agent asked me to come down here years and years ago. And, 
that's been 20 some odd years ago. We got to hear about the same time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's what I love about this area is like, you know, when something happens in the, in the community and people need support, you know, the support's there. And, uh, and I'm seeing it just, just with the ice bears. They, they, they understand that we're a minor league team in the South trying to survive and, uh, you know, win or lose at this point, we just want to get through the season. But, uh, you know, we want to win all the time, too. <laughs> yes, we want them to win, too. Knoxville Ice Bears, you can check them out at the easiest way on... KnoxvilleIceBears.com is probably where you can find everything Ice Bears. I know. See, I just Google things anyway. Right. You're going to find it if you Google them <laughs> anyhow. Uh, Mike Murray, who is president and CEO, co-owner of the Knoxville Ice Bears, sharing some of his morning with us. Now we're going to talk to Derek Furlow, who is with X Hunger, and about this wonderful promotion you have coming up. Yeah, he's a great ambassador for the for the program as well. So we've been... We've been friends for a long time, and it's just uh, it's nice to be able to to collaborate in a way that you know it might not be normal, but we're still getting the same thing accomplished. And the Ice Bears are teaming up with X Hunger for the season to fill some seats and fill some bellies, which is pretty awesome. And uh, I'm here up in the luxurious <laughs> lofts of Market Square. I don't even know where I am, but I'm with Derek Furlow. We've got some quiet time here together. And I, Hello, Derek Furlow, who, former Vol. We know your name. We know your face. Hello, Michelle. Good to see you. <laughs> Good to be with you. Thank you for sharing the Empty Bellies, Empty Seats campaign. It's, it's awesome to, to, to team up with, with the Ice Bears and, and see if we can help fill some bellies with these empty seats that's going on with, with, with COVID. Yes, you've been very much involved with X Hunger and feeding the need here in the community. But I've seen you at events and, gosh, so many charitable organizations throughout the years. Yeah, you know, I feel like um, we always got a part to play. And when you get that that stage, um, I feel you got to use it for something bigger than you. So I've been fortunate enough to be involved with the community. Uh, but now I've been fortunate enough to get locked in with the Scarecrow Foundation, where I'm the chairman of the board. And X Hunger is the national rollout to help hitting hunger in America. So um, being a part of that, being on the front end of that is allowing me to just kind of lock in and hone in on particular purpose, particular cause and allow me to put a lot of energy and effort towards it. So blessed for the opportunity to do my part. And what is X Hunger? We see it. I love the shirts. I love the logo. I've been a part of it. I know what it is, but some of the community may not be familiar. X Hunger is our national rollout to help end hunger in America. And how do we go about doing it? It's pretty simple. L-U-V-S, loves. Locate a food pantry, understand its mission, go volunteer support. So we realized that a lot of people want to give back, a lot of people want to help, um, but they may not know where to start. So we figured, hey, let's help these people start somewhere, whether it's a ex-hunger school club where you're a high school or college student needing service hours, you can do the loves program, locate a food pantry, understand its mission, go volunteer support, you get your service hours, and that food pantry get a chance to help in hunger. If you're an everyday person, an adult, and you want to join a city club, do the same thing. Love's program, L-U-V-S, located food pantry, understand this mission, go volunteer support. So they can get more details on xhunger.com, but it's really about us helping in hunger in America. We don't need more food pantries. We need the food pantries need more volunteers and more supporters. And Derek, I've heard your story. Several people have, but not everybody. And there wasn't always food on your table growing up. Yeah, I mean, when you, when you, when you don't have food and you're younger, you don't necessarily realize how serious that situation is because you just make do with what you got. Um, so as you get older, you realize that, hey, these food pantries are there to help feed you. And those food pantries probably been around for the longest, but I wasn't aware of them. My family probably wasn't aware of them because we didn't go to any. However, now that I'm aware of them, 
I think there's a lot of people that might be in my shoes, whether, whether especially being home from school, with school being closed due to COVID, or whatever those situations look like. It's a lot of people that are hungry, and they're not just the people that you think about when you think about hunger. You know, it's not just the homeless person. It's everyday individuals. It could be elderly people who don't have family close by that, that, that might may not be mobile. So hunger exists on a lot of different levels. It looks a lot of different ways. So the idea of being hungry is, um, I think we sometimes stereotype it, but ex-hunger allows us to open that door and start that conversation and you never know what that food pantry mission may be. So when you locate it and you understand this mission, you might realize, hey, that's helping kids. Hey, that's helping homelessness. Hey, that's helping elderly. Hey, that's helping everyday people like me. Hey, that's helping that college student who, who may be living in that car. So at the end of the day, I believe homelessness, I mean, help, hunger looks a lot of different ways. We just got to figure out, hey, how can we help play our part and do our role? So um, I'm, not, I'm not the only one who's been hungry. Everybody has probably been hungry at some point in time in their life. Um, now it's up for us to do, do our part to help somebody else not go hungry. What was the worst that you ever remember? So, so it's kind of interesting when, when being hungry when I was young, I remember we, we just had to make up meals, right? So you go open the refrigerator up and hope someone will appear, but it never did. So you were either, okay, you got some bread, you got some syrup, you put syrup on, on the bread, make it a syrup sandwich just because it's sweet. Or you got water, but you don't really want to drink water and you got no Kool-Aid, you can't afford nothing else, so you put sugar in your water and you stir it up really, really, really fast and you drink it and it makes the water sweet. It's a terrible idea. I would never do that today. Um, or when you come down to it and you only thing you can get is the canned milk from the grocery store and you got to open it up with the with the, the manual um, can opener and, and pour it in there. It tastes, it smells funny and it tastes funny and you got to add water to it to dilute it and you got some cornflakes so they already taste like crap. It, it was all bad. So, um, we always managed to eat something, but as far as whether it was nutritious, it probably wasn't, and whether it was a real meal, probably wasn't. But we made do with what we had, and I was a, I was aware of it on the back end. So now that's my mission to help. I'm, I'm thankful for school and, and, and the free lunches because uh, you know you get a chance to go to school. You don't think about it. a lot of people go to school to eat, like you, you never think about that. I know I went to school to eat um, until things got better. So it's one of those things you never really know what people are going through, and. Every, everybody may struggle with hunger at some point in time and it might not look how you think it looks so just do your part help out give back and, and, and let's help in hunger in America because we're in one of the best countries in the world and we, we waste more food than we feed people so we'll, let's, let's, let's end that thing I can never waste food either my brother and I were on the free and reduced lunch program and it was embarrassing growing up as kids because you remember the I don't know if it was different too yeah you yeah. had a pink card yep. or a blue card yep. and everybody else had yellow and so I used to dig into my piggy bank every day, and I'm like, I am not getting pink or blue card today. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, it was free food. We don't realize that. Now it's like, oh, my gosh, I, why didn't we? I was proud of my free food. I, I didn't understand it. And then at some point when I seen somebody pay for it, I'm like, oh, why they ain't get, why they got to pay for it? And that's when I kind of just got a little older to realize it was based off economics. Yeah. And now the fact that like Second Harvest Food Bank, so many different food pantries have so many different programs to take away that – that whole stigma, the, you know, the embarrassment. Kids don't have to be embarrassed anymore about being hungry or not having enough money or being poor. Absolutely, you, you, you don't. And honestly, I think when you're young, you might not necessarily understand it. But as you get a little bit older and aware, you, that embarrassment comes around. So sometimes you rather let your pride and ego get in the way of you getting a meal. Um, but at the end of the day, you got to realize you ain't, you ain't, you're not by yourself. You're not there alone. And if you are letting your pride and ego get in the way of you getting a meal at school, there are food pantries out here that are feeding you that you can take those meals home and, and, and continue to feed your family and actually realize that, hey, there's plenty of ways to eat without you having to have that pride or ego um, get, get, getting halted or, or feeling mm -hmm. feeling a certain type of way about it. So it's, 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 um, it's tough, but you got to do what you got to do. And at the end of the day, food is a necessity. So um, you got to eat.
Right, because I'm like, I know I get headaches when I don't eat. So how can someone, they're not getting the nutrition, they're not getting any food in their systems. How can they perform in school or how can they grow? I mean, you figure it out, but it's a whole lot harder without food. I've, I've, I've had a life where I went without food for a period of time, and then I had a life where I could eat kind of whatever I want. I think I like the idea of being able to eat whatever I want a whole lot better. <laughs> That's what I like, too, but I never let food go to waste. I'm like, okay, yes. this turkey expires tomorrow. We'll yeah. do a stretcher. We, 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 don't, we, don't, we don't waste food. Me, whenever we go out to eat, me and my wife, if, if there's ever food left over, it's not going in the trash. First, she, she probably thought I was crazy. Uh, but now it's, it's it's a habit. We box it up. I'm, I'm giving it to somebody. I don't come in the house until I get a food away. So um, I can't I can't put it in the trash. So because I know there's somebody that need it. So that's one of those things I will ever. I hope if I was ever in that situation, um, I know that the food the food banks will be there for me and and there's organizations out there that exist for me. Um, so why don't I play my part knowing that hey, there's other people in that situation right now? Let me do my part to help because at any given moment you can, the, the roles could reverse. So. Do your part while you can, just in case it's a time when you can't do your part and somebody else needs to do theirs. And we have so many wonderful resources in East Tennessee, right here in Knoxville, Knox County, yes. Blount County, Sevier County, Anderson County. I'm a, it's unbelievable that you can just reach out and you can get food. I mean, Ladies of Charity, Second Harvest Food Bank, Care Cuts. Love Kitchen. It's, it's resources galore. Um, so that's the whole thing. We, we, we partner with over 20 different food pantries and all of them doing great work in different areas for different causes. But it's just a matter of being aware that, hey, there's some place in your neighborhood that's feeding people. It may be a, a food pantry at your school. It may be a food pantry at your church that's feeding people. Um, so don't let the pride and the ego get in the way of you getting that food. And as far as ex-hunger and our movement, we want to make aware, build awareness and also help those food pantries, help support them because we don't need more food pantries. We need more volunteers and supporters. So that's, that's the movement and that's the mission. And it's so exciting because you guys are teaming up with the Ice Bears to fill some seats and fill some bellies. Yes, it's, it's going to be an awesome campaign. And the way they can go about doing that, they can go to ice, um, xhunger.com forward slash Ice Bears and actually sign up. And that donation for 45 bucks is going to get them um, a sign with their name on it, a community of T-shirt. And that's going to help feed some people. So it's pretty cool. I'm excited. And um, I think we're going to get a chance to, to help impact a lot of people with this Empty Bellies, Empty Seats campaign. Yeah. And plus the fact that, I mean, the Ice Bears, they've had, you know, rough season too because of the whole COVID and they've had to scale back even on their fan base. So it's going to be kind of neat to see all those seats. We want to fill all those seats. Yes, yes. As, as they, shout out to the Ice Bears for, for stepping up and joining um, the, the movement with this campaign because as you, you're, as you see, the seats are going to be empty anyway. What good can we do with those empty seats? As you've seen sports, they've put in cardboards and all these different seats, the, the people faces, but... They could have been working on this empty bellies, empty seats campaign, and now those cardboard boxes or, or, or faces and pictures of people could actually be helping in hunger in America. So mm -hmm. that's the mission. So we'll start this thing off with the ice bears, uh, with them being the first, and we're looking to see this thing grow so we can continue to help fill empty bellies from these empty seats as we continue to grow this campaign. And so that $45, does that carry us through the season? So that $45 is going to get that particular person's name in that seat that whole season and they're gonna get a chance to get a t-shirt community t-shirt for it but it's also gonna feed a lot of people based off when we split the pot to those food pantries that we work with so it's gonna be really cool to see those food pantries get that support from an individual that may not necessarily be hungry or may have necessarily experienced it but or may necessarily just been an ice bears fan and say hey you know what since i can't be there in person let me let me do this to help out and get me a shirt out of the deal so it's, it's gonna be a lot of win-wins throughout this campaign and for people out there, I think you might need some sponsors. We should get some sponsors, sponsors. out there. Sponsors will be good. Um, a title sponsor will be, will be awesome. Um, 
that may be taking up soon. That's a five thousand dollar title sponsor, so you'll get a chance to see your name on everything, the logos, um, the the seats. So that's going to be major. Then we got room for some twenty five hundred dollar sponsors and some thousand dollar sponsors and some five hundred dollar sponsors. So it's only one title sponsor. So if you if that's you, contact us xhunger.com um, as soon as possible. We'll love to help you. Um, Secure that spot, and as far as all the rest of the sponsors, there's many that that, that, that want to get involved. So we'll love to see the sponsors come through and, and help move this mission forward. And Derek, I know there are so many people out there to thank anybody, anyone's names you want to give a shout out to. At this point, I know our dear friend Jimmy Buckner, who just couldn't be with us here tonight. <laughs> of course, you got you got to shout out Jimmy Buck. Um, he's always masterminding some stuff. Terry Muick and and on track marketing, um, great job thinking about this campaign, putting this thing together. And then pretty much all the volunteers, the supporters that come out and show love every single Tuesday um, to, to the Scarecrow Foundation and, and X-Hunger Club. We had these gatherings, and we, we, we all are all volunteer organizations. So um, it's always awesome when you can have a group of people that have a reason to come out and get involved, to give back and give help, and pretty much out of the, their own reason. So shout-out to, to everybody that's been a part of the X-Hunger movement so far. Well, we got to give a shout out to you, Mr. Derek Furlow, former Vol, and um, because you work a full time job, you have your wife, you have a beautiful place, but I mean, and you're just so involved with this ex hunger and the hunger movement. I appreciate that. I, I believe we all got a, a role to play, a job to do. So, you know, I just try not to make no excuses and just execute. That's the name of the game. When it's all said and done, when we leave this place, we got to make sure we leave it better than when we found it. And uh, when we leave this place, we got to make sure we did our part. So we can't tiptoe to our grave quietly and safely because we're going we gonna to leave it at some point in time. Might as well make a difference while we're here. Give me a website. Xhunger.com. Well said. Thank you. Remember, East Tennessee Now is available on demand as a podcast from iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You've been listening to East Tennessee Now, a weekly public affairs program featuring some of the people and organizations that make Knoxville and East Tennessee such a great place to live. If you have a suggestion for the program, we'd love to hear from you. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 27100, Knoxville, Tennessee 37927, or call the studios at 865-525-6000. That's 865-525-6000. East Tennessee Now is a presentation of Midwest Communications Company.